0: Welcome to the latest podcast from Greyfriars Church in Reading Our vision is to see Reading transformed by the love and power of Jesus You can find out more on our website greyfriars.org.uk Enjoy Morning everyone Morning, shall we uh, pray before we jump into that passage? Let's pray together Lord Jesus, we pray that you would make us a more generous people as we follow in the way of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, as uh, Harriet has said this morning, we are looking in this passage and we're thinking about the idea of generosity, of being generous uh, people. We're thinking about how as followers of Jesus, we can grow in this aspect of who we are, how we can grow in generosity. Or or put another way, we are are thinking about how you and I uh, can become people who are great uh, at showing love and kindness to one another. Uh, I'm not sure if you're uh, familiar with the idea of love languages, uh, the idea that different people uh, give and receive love uh, more strongly, more easily in different ways. Uh, well, I've always kind of found this idea quite helpful, uh, and Steph, my wife, has helped me to identify that uh, my love language uh, is chocolate. Um, if you want me to know that you love me, uh, buy me chocolate, uh, and that's, that's how I uh, like to show other people love uh, as well. And so this morning, as we're thinking about generosity, I thought um, I would show you, my church family, uh, some loving kindness. Um, so I brought you all some chocolate, um, because I do love you. Uh, and I can just stop there, we're done. No, I won't. Um, I, I do have to preach the rest of this sermon, I'm afraid to say, so I do need uh, a couple of people uh, to help me uh, to share the chocolate with people. So, uh, there's a, some hands over here, do you want to, two of you, all three of you even can come and help. David, no, sorry. Could you sanitise your hands for me, uh, and then uh, I've got two boxes of chocolate here. Do you think between the three of you... Yeah. Uh, you could just go down the aisles, give enough to the people on the edges to pass it out so everyone can share the chocolate. There should be enough for everyone. So if you do that, make sure everyone has chocolate uh, and I'll keep on talking. Is that all right? So you will get chocolate. Do not worry. Uh, this is how I show love. This is how I like to show people that uh, they are in my, uh, my thoughts and my uh, affections. Uh, just a note, these are Heroes chocolates. So if you have any reason to think you might be allergic to hero's chocolates, uh, please don't eat them. Uh, but maybe keep hold of it and pass it on to someone else uh, as your own uh, sign uh, of loving kindness. So let's, uh, as, as you're getting your chocolates, don't worry, they'll be here soon. Let's think about 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Because as, as we've said, Paul in these verses is trying to encourage uh, the church to grow in loving kindness, in generosity, uh, of giving of themselves to others. Because it seems as we read these verses that the Corinthians are so good at so many things. You know, Paul makes this long list. He says they, they know what to say and know what to think. Uh, they know how to, to feel and they even know how to act in part. But Paul's question for them, even in the midst of all these things that they are amazing at, is has God's kindness to them? Has the kindness and generosity that they have received from their heavenly father really made it into their hearts? Has it really gone from their heads deep down into their souls and made a difference to who they are? Because Paul believes that when that happens, when that happens to a follower of Jesus, it doesn't stay inside of us. But it bubbles up again and overflows into the life of the people around us. And that's what Paul is hoping to see in the Corinthians, and he's inviting them and us into. Because God's generosity is meant to be like water. What water is, is kind of meant to do, if we can put it that way, it is flow. When water flows from one place to another, it brings life and vitality, doesn't it? If you go to a river, you'll almost always see it surrounded by uh, lush green plants and it's full uh, of animals because when water flows, uh, it brings life. Uh, But when it gets stuck uh, in a pond like uh, there on the right, when water gets stuck, it goes stagnant. And if water doesn't move, if it stays put, this thing that can and should bring life can eventually go bad and bring death and disease. Water is best when it flows. And it's the same with God's loving kindness. It's best when it's on the move. And here is what Paul believes about what it means to be a Christian. This is what he believes for the Corinthian church that he's writing to. They and we have received so much. God has been, thank you very much, well done. Uh, God has been so kind to us. And that's what Paul is describing in verse 9, the one that David highlighted for us. He's saying that Jesus, because of his love for us, gave up everything he had in heaven. He gave up uh, the glory and the power and and the abundance of what it meant for him to be uh, the son of God uh, enthroned in heaven. And he gave it up to become like you and me. The Bible says he became poor for our sake. He became an ordinary human being. But by doing that, And by the life that he lived and the saving death that he died on the cross, he made a way for you and I to receive and experience the wealth that he gave up in the first place. For you and I to receive and experience the peace and the glory and the relationship with God and the life that was his but he was willing to let go of for our sake. And that's grace, a word that comes up again and again in this passage, that's God's loving kindness towards us. And Paul says, because we've received so much of it, because our tanks are overflowing, we're invited to let that kindness flow out from us to those around us. That all the generosity that we've received passes through us into the world that encounters us. And that's a little bit like what is happening with the chocolate. Uh, Unless my volunteers kind of scurried it all away and kept it to themselves, I wasn't really paying attention. But hopefully you have all received uh, some chocolate. You know, I I gave it to our our three volunteers, and they didn't keep it to themselves. They passed it out to you. Maybe they gave you a handful. And you didn't hold on to that handful yourself, I hope, again. Uh, But you kept one, and then you passed on your abundance You pass on that overflow of what you had received to the person next to you. Generosity is best when it's not kept to ourselves. But when we pass it on, when we let it flow through us to those around us. So God's invitation to the Corinthians through Paul and his invitation to us through the Bible. Thank you very much. Should we give a round of applause to our chocolate-giving volunteers? Thank you very much. There's more. There is more chocolate later if you want it. So we'll leave that somewhere. Come and get yourself some chocolate. God's invitation to us through his word is to be the sorts of people who allow his kindness to flow through us. And so what kindness has God shown you that isn't just for you, but he's given you to pass on to the world? Now, elsewhere in the Bible it, it says this, it's, it's on the screen in a, in a second, it's the next one. James says whatever, whatever, anything that is good comes from our Father in heaven. And so what in your life is a blessing? What do you have that is good? What do you have that brings you joy, that makes your life deeper and more purposeful and more beautiful? Well that is God's loving kindness to you and you're invited not to hoard it for yourself but to share it with others and maybe for you that's your relationships maybe your family is this just wonderful community of love at the best of times sometimes you fall out we get it but for the most part you're this community of love and and maybe God is calling you to invite others into that to experience the love that you have received you know maybe it's your talents your time your abilities Maybe God has gifted you in something that you can use not just for yourself, but for someone else. Maybe it's um, the capacity, the time and the money to make a shoebox for a child who otherwise won't receive gifts at Christmas. You know, no doubt for lots of us here today, uh, what we have received is what the Corinthians had received. And Paul was specifically talking to them about money. And maybe God has given you resources that you could share with a friend who's in need or an organization that, that's doing good in the world. Or you could even just use to show love and kindness to a colleague or a school friend or a neighbor. In fact, rather than just talking about this and then all going to forget about it, what I want to do is, is just kind of lock this into our brains a bit. I'm going to give you all just a minute. If you've come with someone, if you're here as a family, why don't you turn together? If you've not, you might want to turn to someone uh, next to you, say hello, or you might just want to sit and reflect by yourselves. But I've got a couple of questions that I just want to give you a minute to think about, just so we can lock this in. So what loving kindness have you received? What is good in your life that God might be inviting you to share? And what can you pass on? How can you be someone who loving kindness flows through? So what do you have And what can you pass on? Why don't you turn to someone, uh, share just for a minute? You're not going to have long, and then I'll call us back to finish. Or can I call us back together? So, what have you received? What can you give? Do you know if you couldn't think of anything? Maybe you've still got that chocolate. Maybe you can give that to someone. Maybe you could give it to me. No, don't. That's too much chocolate. Don't give it to me. What have you received? In what way has God shown you loving kindness? And how can it not get stuck at you, but flow through you to the people around you? And do you know if ever you uh, were in doubt that you have received from God, uh, we're coming now. Uh, to his table to communion and it's at this table as we receive the bread and the wine which reminds us of Jesus' body and blood that he shed for us that through his death we might receive life it's here that we're reminded of what God has given to us and we get to receive afresh So in a moment we're going to receive communion, we're going to trust that God will give us his grace again. But before we do that, why don't I pray? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you that you have shown us so much kindness. God, thank you that our lives are full of not only troubles, but of blessings. And God, I pray that you would help us not to let our souls become stagnant but God, by your spirit, would you make us people that your love flows through, that it would bring about life in us and through us. You'd use us to bring about life in our friends and streets and schools and workplaces. God, would you make us a generous people and would it be for the good of your world? Whatever it is we've identified this morning, that we can give. God, make us bold, make us generous. Lock it in our heads and our hearts and lead us in the days to come to be like Jesus. And we ask this in his name. Amen.